Blog Talk Radio.
courses, uh, who has uh, been an inspiration to many, and she's a uh, great lady. But as I always uh, do when I start my show, as I always, I always start with giving God praise and thanks for all that He's done. But we're trying to do a line, a, a line check here. <laughs> we're line checking. It is now seven minutes after the hour. This is Gina's Guru Theory. This is your 11 o'clock hour of power here, broadcasting live out of Signal Hill, California. This is your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. Yeah, okay, I, I did get a, yeah, they're here. Um, actually, I'm going to go ahead and uh, give thanks and praise to the man up above first and foremost because he makes everything in my life possible. So we've got to give him thanks and praise first and foremost. So here you go. This is Mary J. Blige and giving it up for the man upstairs. Thank you guys for being out here. I love everybody out there for all your support. This is thank you, Lord. I'm thanking God today for just to be here, just to be alive today, and just to be able to be doing this this event. This is her event. We're here at Epic Incorporated, Signal Hill, California. Come on and represent. Much love. Here you go. Genus Groove Theory. This is your KXRW, Long Beach, California, your community connection internet radio station presenting Genus Groove Theory. Today I'm very pleased to be broadcasting live on the location from Epic Epic Incorporated in Signal Hill. Uh, the address here is 3299 um, Hill Street here in the city, really actually in the city of the inner city of Long Beach. So Signal Hill is inside of the city of Long Beach. And over here, actually, Mrs. Uh, Ms. Sherry Zimpelli, as well as a number of uh, human service uh, students and students from the, the college, uh, from Long Beach City College, are here to represent Ms. Zimpelli. Ms. Zimpelli is sharing with the world today about her new and upcoming show. It's called the 11 o'clock Hour of Power, which begins January 11, 2004. Ms. Pelly is a woman of many talents, a Long Beach City College, a Long Beach City College human service instructor, a certified hypnotherapist, Arthur of From Sabotage to Success, which we had to do that in her course, and Donate Your Way. That's two of the books that, that Ms. Zimpelli has written. Um, actually, you guys can hear the music in the background. She kind of wants me to do this like I did at the celebrity basketball game. I'm kind of VIP here today, but I'm very, very blessed. Miss um, Impelli, she's also she was also a past president of the Agate Toastmasters, where she is. Uh, she's awesome. She's an awesome teacher. Miss Impelli is a motivational speaker and the creator of an upbeat, get energized, power-driven success model. And you guys out there who may just know what a motto is. I am galvanized and get galvanized are two of her creations. Today, 
Today, with the help of Miss Ampelli, we're going to be bringing forward, actually, a new way to get in shape, get energized, and get healthy and get happy, pretty much. Wow. She's amazing. Like I said, uh, the purpose of this the purpose of this live show with an audience, with a live audience, is for people to be able to communicate, brainstorm, conflict, resolve, and problem solve issues together in a creative, fun, and empowering environment. Mrs. Z, I lovingly call her, since I've enjoyed having several of her classes and having her knowledge as her get with it or quit it kind of attitude that she has hmm, while enjoying herself, she is so much as to keep her so much that I had to keep her handouts. Her handouts were so good. She's a she's an instructor of stress management as well as hearing and listening skills, tightening up those. And she's great with CBT. CBT, cognitive behavior therapy. You hear me talk about it a great deal. Yes, I basically got a lot from her from uh, from taking her classes. She's a great person. She has tra- she has trademarked her grasp on raising her own self esteem guides and work workout sheets. The Hour of Power will be a combination of music, hypnosis, storytelling, and interviews. It will be a place to have fun and have creative while sharing sharing ourselves with open up to connecting with others in the mindset to go global together. Wow, that's awesome. She's an awesome lady. Well, like I said, I'm here broadcasting live. I got a couple of songs that I'm going to play for her, basically, because... Being her student, uh, the years that I've been her student, uh, she's, she loves uh, Grandmaster Flash and the Series 5. She's the most energized person I've ever met in my life. So I'm going to go ahead and save the special songs for her when I can get her. Her her guests here who are also, it's about getting in shape. If you guys check out the, uh, you can go to the website, Epic Incorporated, and check out what they do here. It's all about getting your body in shape, having your body in intact and your mind intact with your body so that's a beautiful thing today i i know that music is kind of loud so we're going to go ahead and i'm going to play something for you guys out there in the listening world thank you guys for showing up it is now 13 minutes after the hour i'm able to be able to do this with music in my background and with people playing you know and talking we're going to get back to playing a little bit of music i'm going to go ahead and socialize a little bit take a few pictures and share them with you on facebook and Instagram as well, and as well as LinkedIn. To all my connections out there, to all my friends and family, I love you. To my brother, Bishop Brett, I'm going to go ahead and touch near him and see what he got going on. And you guys, you know, Stevie Mack, my good friend Stevie Mack, the comedian, right, From also from Blog Talk. He has his own radio show on Blog Talk as well, as well as Ms. Zimpelli had her own Blog Talk show as well, the Sherry and Aaron show, which is a great success for her as well. They're out there. They're out there getting it, getting it in, too. So I'm going to go ahead and touch you guys with just a little bit of music. I'm going to go into it. Oh, oh, I got a guess out there. It is kind of hard for me to hear. So let's, let's, let's see. The music in the background. I'm going to go ahead and play something for you guys. Hold it on down for me for one, two, and two. And uh, I'm going to go touch her and see how can I be able to hear over the, their music. So much love to all of you guys. It is now 14 after the hour. This is Saturday, December 14th, broadcasting live, coming down slowly to the end of this year. 2013 is going to be gone, guys, in 17 days, and it's going to be my birthday. I hope you guys are out there to celebrate. It's going to be New Year's Eve, and you know I'm going to have to do a show on my birthday. So much love to all of you guys. Here's a little bit of, ooh, for some of you guys out there who may be already in the city of Long Beach out here because you guys can roll on up here and check it out. 
much love. They got some food here. They got some refreshments, some drinks, and, you know, hey, it's all about keeping in shape and getting together. I see my caller out there. I'm going to be back with you two and two. I'm going to go ahead and play something for you guys just to go do my check. As you guys know, I'm in this not to be famous, but to be a positive role model to everybody that I meet. So here's a little here's here's a little uh, Charlie, Uncle Charlie. There goes my baby. It's about three minutes. We're going to roll with it. Then back in two and two, I'm going to play a song, a cut, an old school cut that's going to make you guys crack up. But here's your girl, Gina. Gina for Gina's Groove Theory. But much love. Here's There Goes My Baby by Charlie. Uncle Charlie Wilson. Pull up at the mall, couldn't find a place to park Threw my keys to the valley Hand for me I was only there to hang, wasn't looking for a thing I was just about to bounce And then I saw Miss Lady Then I said to myself Crazy, crazy, crazy It's blowing my mind 
that you give me some of your time. We're back live with Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 18 after the hour, broadcasting out of Signal Hill in the middle of Long Beach, the the city inside of the city. Uh, I'm here with Miss Sherry Zampelli, my instructor of many years. She's doing a, uh, she, well, she's an instructor from Long Beach City College. She's a great lady. She's an author of two books. She's an energized lady. She's a former Toastmaster as well. We're here celebrating with her. I do see I got my special, special, I see somebody special out there. I'm going to have to go ahead and move over because I'm by these speakers and they're really, really loud. So we're going to move my my uh, my little station over so I can hear you. So I want to be able to hear my guests as well. So we're going to have to work that out. They have a DJ here and that's pretty cool, but they got me too close to them. So I'm going to go ahead and drop this one. And I know, I know my good friend out there who's listening, <laughs> he's going to get a kick out of this one. Okay, this is Gina's Group Theory Live here in New Hill, California. I'm here at Epic Incorporated Broadcasting Live. This is your 11 o'clock hour of power here with Mrs. Z. And get this, this is for you, Stevie. <laughs>
Broadcasting live here at Epic Incorporated here in the city of Signal Hill, California. Broadcasting live here. This is your 11 o'clock hour of power. We do have a special guest out there that I did tell you guys a little secret that was coming out. And as well, because he has something that he'd like to share with the city, with the city of well, Long Beach City College students as well. He wants to represent. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to turn it over to Miss C. And I'm going to let her take control of that. And we're going to go ahead and say hi to Mr. Stevie Mack. He's online. So let's say hello. 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 This is Stevie Hello. Mack. Hey, Stevie. Hey, how you, how you doing? I'm here with Miss Ampelli. She is my instructor of many, many courses. She's a great lady. And I know I've been telling you for over a year. It's been about a year maybe or just about a year that uh, I want you to come up there and do something for the students as well. So I kind of dropped it on her, and she's ready to talk to you. So say hello to Mrs. I call her Z, but Miss Zampelli. Well, hello, Sherry Stevie Zampelli. Mack. Sherry yes. Zampelli, the honor's all on this side of the table, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm honored to meet you, and I can't wait to, uh, when, when when what you're doing and what I'm doing mash together with, well, you talk about galvanized. We're going to be galvanized, bronze, and platinumed out. Oh, my goodness. That sounds fabulous. Yes, are you in a, Are you in Long Beach, Stevie Mac? I'm not far. I'm in Los Angeles, California, oh, just okay. north of Inglewood. Just okay. north of Inglewood. I used to live yeah. on Six and Daisy. I used to live right there by the freeway. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I'm well, a former uh, resident of Long Beach. That's fabulous. Yeah, we're going to be having Saturday events here over at Epic. Maybe one of these days you'll be on our stage, huh? No doubt, no well, doubt. We will definitely. Well, well Stevie. We will, Oh, sorry about that, Stevie. Well, give her give her a little 
you know, run down with what, you know, what you want to bring to the students of Long Beach. And since she is a well-known instructor as well as an author of two books, and she's very fluent like yourself, uh, give her a little rundown about what it is that you'd like to do, and then she can go ahead and tell you, you know, I mean, you guys can, uh, it's, we ha- we're working with one mic here, and we do have this DJ in the back, so I, we kind of have to, you know, I have to kind of think and stay on top of things. So go ahead and uh, let, let her know what we spoke about. You know, me doing the feeding as well, you know, throwing out there. Here you go. <laughs> yes, yes, no doubt. Well, what I do is I educate through my one-man show. It's titled Diary of a Crackhead, and it's a one-man show that's poignant and funny at the same time while educating folks on the perils of not only crack, drug, and alcohol addiction, but life management crises because I come from a family that was you know, barraged by drugs, alcohol, low self-esteem, poverty. Everything was thrown at me growing up. And how did I rise above that and rise like a phoenix from the ashes? My one-man show, Diary of a Crackhead, has been at the Hollywood Improv for two years straight, and it's got the uh, Pick of the Week Award in the L.A. Weekly, and thousands of people have come to this show, and some who are not on drugs and or alcohol, and have left this show and told me, oh, my God, I learned so much from that one hour in your show than a lifetime of battling with the different issues that I'm dealing with. So this show I want to bring to you guys. Uh, because I do comedy, I've been doing comedy since 1991. I have a, uh, a radio show four nights a week. I'm on so many different channels on television, I can't even keep up with them. But when I talk about giving back to folks, this is how I do it through this one-man show. Talk about building self-esteem. Oh, my God, this is what it's all about. Okay, Stevie Mac, we, we have actually turned down the background audio of the DJ and now uh, some of the people who are here at Epic can hear you over the, over the loudspeaker. So if you want to say any words to the people that are here at Epic in Signal Hill, now is your chance. I definitely want to give a shout-out to everybody out there. This is your boy, Stevie Mac, comedian Stevie Mac, doing it up live. So I'm bringing my one-man show, Stevie Mac's Diver of a Crackhead out there. I've been doing this show at the Hollywood Improv for over two years straight. Uh, this show is uplifting, funny, and uh, rewarding. You want to check this show out, and I want to get it down there to you. I just headlined over there at the uh, uh, Comedy Union, man, in the Shaq All-Star Comedy Jam Showcase. In fact, Gina was there, too. Got a chance to check that out. But you can go to SteviMac.com. S-T-E-V-I-E-M-A-C-K dot com to find out more about me, what I'm doing and where I'm performing at. I'm going to be out there with you. That's what I want to do. Get down or quit to get down. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, you heard it. We heard you say it, so it's going to happen. I can hear the love. Yeah, we're going to move on, and we're gonna, we have some activities we're going to do here live, but uh, I'm going to put you back to Gina to talk online. Thank you very much. Hey. Sherry hey, Zampelli, you're doing the thing. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Hey, Stevie, thank you very much. Hey, we're going to have to get together to figure out how we're going to do this and get this one-man show. She is one of the main uh, instructors there. She's been there for years, and uh, she's an inspiration. She, come to think about it, she used to be a blog talk host as well on the right. Sherry and Aaron show. So get that. So we can just make it happen. I, I had such a great time the other night. I thank you for uh, you know, having me and my family come in there and take pictures, and you are just a great guy. And, you know, one day I'm going to have to get in on that comedian tip, too, because, you know, I've been singing every night, too, so I'm out here doing the do. Whatever it is that you need. <laughs> you anytime, 
Oh yeah, you know what? I sing every night just about at this little a hole in the it's, okay. Look, it's a little hole in the wall, kind of like a. It kind of gives you a feel of a the the two o'clock every night karaoke, and you can go up and sing your butt off, and you know get get with it, and I can practice as well. So I've been singing. Well, every how, night. About, how about before. your listeners? Have your listeners ever heard you sing a cappella? No. <laughs> no. Is that a challenge? Oh, you calling me? You calling yep. me? You know what? You know what? I I pretty much, well, <clears throat> let's see. <clears throat> well, yeah, I do have them in my background talking. Well, you know what? I, I guess I, I could. could. Really you hear do it. Let, let me tell you, your audio is clearer than you think. You might hear a lot of stuff over there, but over the radio, I don't hear nothing. Oh, really? All I hear, hear is, yeah, I don't hear oh. all that stuff back there. It's just loud to you. Oh, yeah, because it's like I'm a little tone deaf. I'm a little tone deaf. No, but I'm the same way when I'm, when I'm the same way when I'm broadcasting on location. I think the sound around me is all coming in through my radio show, but when I listen back to the show, it wasn't because the mics, the mics these days are condenser mics and they're smart. It's like they they filter out what's called background noise. Wow. Yeah, so that's what's happening. Yeah, wow, so that's, you got it going on. That's, that's a good that's a good thing. I wonder if I could if I could sing a, a low. I don't want nobody. Always. Sitting around me and my man. Uh-oh. I don't want nobody. <laughs> yeah, it's getting a little love up in here. Oh, <laughs> check you out. Now, you know, Always. I'm just kidding. Always. Sitting right there. Oh, looking yeah. at me and that man. You hear me? <laughs> that's how I'm hey, doing it, man. though. <laughs> I'm doing it like that. That's Gina's right there. Everybody getting down with it. Putting it down for the crown. As you know, Gene, I'm just getting over the flu. I'm on my third day of bed rest. Uh, the night I performed at the Shack All Star Comedy Showcase, where you was there, I was sick then. But I didn't, I, you know, when I'm when I got a show like that and like this right here, even though I'm recovering from this sickness, I'm not gonna not do this. You know what I'm saying? I told you I was gonna call in, and I called in to to be a man of my word and to make this connection yeah. because one, I am. Um, I am so fond of you and what you do. Uh, you work with so many different types of people who are disadvantaged, and you help the people who are striving to come up. You know what I'm saying? You're not a person who's, like, uh, running around just flaunting what you have. You're taking what you have and using it to, to the best of your ability while you're on top of the dirt, you know, while you're still alive. You're using it to, to carry a message to help somebody to extend, and that goes a long way. Whether you, I don't know if you know it or not, but like if you're anything like me, you do stuff and don't really look for nothing in return, and not even looking at the track record of it. You need somebody else outside of yourself to tell you what you've done, and you go, "Oh, wow! I didn't think about it like that." So I just wanted to put that feather in your cap. Oh, you know what? <laughs> you know the uh, the, the uh, group knew they almost made me cry, and you, here you go. Um, you are so right, and well, you have been an inspiration to me as well. Um, you, you do the do, um, and you're 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 doing it, and you want to you want to give back. And yeah, I I don't want to take anything from anyone. People tell me all the time, "How do you run this radio station?" I say, "Well, God, dollars, heaven, bucks," because I don't know how the bills get paid, and you know, it's kind of like an automated thing, to, you know, to your bank account or whatever, but. I, I don't know how it gets paid, but it does. So I figure, you know, God is happy with what I'm doing, and he appreciates me. And so that's all that matters. Like I tell people, I don't want to be famous. 
No, I, I, I found out the other night how long you've been on, on the scene. And that was, you know, I, I felt that you had been on the scene that long, but it was just nice to, to know that you've been out there doing it all this time. And it's, it's kind of like saying, I don't want to be famous. I just want to be effective. And I, if I can be effective, that's all that matters to me today, as long as God is happy with what I do. And I thank you. I thank you. I know you're busy. And I know you, you have a, you're at the beach today. No, I'm in a bed. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm still yeah, on my third yeah, day. In, in fact, I normally take donuts to the beach, to the uh, to the needy. And um, my dad came by and picked them up today and took them for me because I am on my third day of battling the flu. I, you know, went to the doctor. Oh. Listen, I'll tell you, the night we did the show at the Comedy Union, I was sick then. But I thought that yeah. day that I had allergies only. And come to find out, uh, the next day I woke up and was hacking up different stuff, and I said, no, this isn't just allergies. And I went to the hospital, and uh, okay. they got me on meds, and I'm bedridden, and uh, drink a lot of fluids. And I'm feeling better, but at the same time, it can be tricky, you know. Uh, uh, yes. So anybody out there listening and anybody listening to this show in the archives, remember this. Just because you feel better don't mean you are better. Uh, give yourself time to heal because it will come back with a vengeance and creep up on you, whatever it is. Uh, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm aware of that. <laughs> Trial and error, right. you know. Right. So, yeah. You know, if there's yeah, anything right. that I can do, you know, if you need me to shoot you some chicken soup today, <laughs> I will, I will shoot it, or if I, I'll have it delivered to you. If I have to, whatever I need to do, anything you oh, need, you, you know, right, I want you to get better because you are so right. We don't need to lose no more comedians. We don't need to lose That's nobody right. else. Just just because we're not taking care of ourselves, and you know I need to do that too. I'm, I thank you for calling in, especially being you know being sick. And you know, hey, you should let me know when you're sick. Don't we ain't got to just do you know show business and working with people and community. You call me and let me know. I'm your friend as well as as, as your form as a host and a good friend. I'm a I'm a friend and like you're a friend to me. So anytime you let me know ahead of time, because hey. I don't need to find out nothing, you know. <laughs> no, you let me know. I, well, I, I love you, and I love. You. I wasn't. Huh? I wasn't too sick. I wasn't too sick to call in. I was too sick to do my own show Thursday night. Though I couldn't even do my Thursday night rant. Uh, oh, one of my producers yeah. called me and said, "What? No show last night?" I said, "Man, I was in the hospital last night." Uh, so, but I'm feeling better. Uh, I'm feeling good enough today to not only talk on the show but to sing. Check it out. The sun is shining, there's plenty of light. A new day is dawning, sunny and bright. But after I've been crying all night, the sun is cold and the new day seems old. Since I lost my baby, you know, I can, I can put a little bit. I lost my baby. I got you in the groove, Gina. Yeah. Yes, you can always get me to. You know, you get people in the groove, you know. You're like, you're like, you're the hype guy. You're the funny guy. You're the all-around guy. You're the human, human. You're human. You're touchable. You know what? And a lot, you have a lot of comedians, a lot of people out there who are on the big screen, on, on the stage who aren't like you. And you reach out, and I want to thank you today as well. And I want to thank you for your friendship. Thank you for your support. And anything that I can do, well, you know how we do it. It's all about community. It's all about helping the next person up. And not want to be all for yourself, because when you're for yourself, you end up by yourself. And you'll be the only one. It's, it's nothing like being on the top all alone. It gets lonely up there. And you don't have to never worry about that. 
No, we're going to bring Die River Crackhead down there to uh, Epic in Signal Hill and make it happen, Captain, and through other, some of the other <laughs> channels that y'all got going on, uh, because we're going to work with Miss Z. Yes, yes, we will. I passed a couple of crackheads on my way over here, but I, <laughs> I sent a shout-out. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Well, well you know what? Also, also, I'm working on a new show called Cure, The Cure for Crazy, and it's dealing with mental illness. The Cure for Crazy. Wow. That's what it's called. Wow. Combating you know mental what? illness. I got an, I got something funny I need to share with you too because you know I went through something with my apartment over there. Right? You, of course, you know I'm a survivor of mental illness. I like to, I like whatever we can do with that. That will be positive. I want you to send out every uh, what's what's going on with Stevie Mac. Where you're gonna be? What you're gonna do? We know you're sick right now. We'll 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 hold it down until you get well. But let the people out there know where they can find you. You know how to follow you. Uh, you know. Uh, Whatever you want to say, you know this is your the best stage, way to the best way to find out what I'm doing is go to steviemac dot com s t e v i e m a c k dot com because I update it constantly. Over there, you'll find the new movie I just released titled Department X. It's about a preacher who loses his church and moves in with his brother in L A. who's a pimp. And so when a preacher moves in with a pimp, all hell breaks loose. That's Apartment X. That's my movie on, on it's preacher my website and a- <laughs> Mm-hmm. And wow. it's free to see. And, and I wow. got my uh, other DVD available over there. In fact, Die River Crackhead is available on DVD at my website. And I have my other one, the Stevie Mac Experience Volume 1. That's available there. And my tour schedule, find out where I'm performing at next. Uh, the next show that I'm doing is December 21st at the Regency West in Historical Lamert Park, uh, right off oh. Crenshaw and, and 43rd. Uh, historical Lamert Park area at the Regency West. Now, the Regency West is where Robin Harris uh, got his start. Uh, all Chris Tucker, Joe Torrey, everybody you see that, that's popping now got their start over at the Regency West. Def Conley, everything started there. So I'm taking it back over there. December 21st, I'll be there. Um, I'll be yeah, there. Yeah. So. You know I'm going to be there. Hey, I'm paying at the door, people. We might even get you on stage to sing that night. I'll tell the producer about you. I would you. like that. I would like yeah. that. You know, this is, you did the second serenade. You know, I got serenaded at the Celebrity Basketball. You guys are killing me. That was That's so sweet. There's nothing like being serenaded by a gentleman <laughs> any time. I like that. I know you um, may have to be, you know, getting, getting out of here because I kept you a long time. Thank you. I love you so much. I love who you are. I love what you're about. And I'm in it to win it with you. No oh, doubt, no doubt. You, I'm not in a hurry to get to... out of here. Oh, you're not uh, good. A, oh well. What yeah. time are you? What time are you airing until? Um, actually, it's going. It's on now. The the show is live. I'm saying, how long are you gonna be going until? Oh yeah, I'm gonna be here until about two. Well, really, oh, so I can kind of. You'll be airing you know, until go... two. So you'll be yeah. broadcasting all day today. Yes. Bless you. Unless it's something else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to broadcast as long as they, they want me to, as long as Miss Sherry <laughs> had me over here in this corner. I'm over here in this corner, but I'm looking kind of good, though, so I'm going to take some pictures and send you some, but I'm looking good. I, I'm just trying to be I'm just trying to be a, an effective person and, and, you know, whatever it is to take. It, this is pretty cool here. You know, this is like a uh, – let me give you a, a run-in. It's like a uh, – it's, it's actually a gym. It's Epic uh-huh. Incorporated. It's right off of – it's on Hill, right off of Redondo Avenue. You, you know the area. I didn't even know you were a Long Beach resident. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> out of here. yeah I used to live right I ran from here. Uh, look, I had to run from here. I, I had to get out. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't the crackheads. It was bed bugs and all kinds of shit. I, I don't know. This city is – 
Ooh, and you know I did that YouTube. Have you seen my YouTube video about the illegal towing in Long Beach? <laughs> yes, that was awesome. Did you see? That was like, yeah, that was like some undercover, uh, 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 wow. <laughs> it's dangerous yeah, that was my... doing that, you know, following know, guys. Even though, but but know. you know what? It, it woke me up to the fact that there are tow trucks out there touring around looking for nice cars to tow away and put people at a disadvantage so they can get yes. these cars and take them away from people, and they're making money, yeah. and then they put them on, yeah. on, the, on the auction block. It's a cold-blooded yeah. scheme, and I'm so glad you put that out there because it made me aware, oh. you know, and like, wow, woke me up. Yeah, thank you. You know, they, they got me twice. The main thing, in yeah. 2004, when I first came out here with the kids, they were, you know, preteens, and we were, we were homeless. We came out here, and we got help out here, and that's why, that's why my life has been here. You know, that's why I'm out of here now because I had to kind of, I had to learn how to separate. You know, people tell me all the time, well, Gina, you know, you need to have don- you need to have donations. You need to have, you know, sponsors. You need to, you know, when I first started doing this show, I started with my, nie- my niece-in-law and her husband. And at the time, it was like I, did- I didn't even really want to do a show. The only reason I'm doing this radio show today is because my friend Brian, my good friend Brian, the one you met the other night who was there, he he okay. said to me, he was like, Gina, do it. You know, the work that you do, you could do so many things with it. And he pumped me up, and then he got his, his uh, folks out of uh, Connecticut to uh, to sponsor the, the kids' whole show, $700 a month. I mean, they was, they was rolling it for me. But by week three, you know, they start slacking. And like I tell you, you don't invite, you don't never invite a pet bull to a kitten fight. Because when you invite me, then my people start, you know, the first day I did the co-host, which was actually March 24, 2012, they had never had they had never had that many people on their show. So they offered me my show. Now I'm so blessed and I'm so impressed that it still goes on regardless. You know, it's just what, I, like my brother tells me, the, my brother the bishop, he's, he's funny too. He's hilarious. He tells me all the time, you know, he's like, you're doing when you're doing God's work. You know, it's going to be some things that kind of get in your way. They try to, you know, and, and boy, let me tell you, that whole bed, oh boy, I, I, you're talking about diary of a crackhead and chronicle of mental illness. Let me, let me read to you what I came up with. Now, the, the months that I was going through my, with my apartment, I had a beautiful, my apartment was so beautiful. It was a beautiful apartment, but over the period of months, it drove, pretty much drove me mad. So I'm a success story today that I'm able to talk about this because <laughs> really, I came up with my own as well. Uh, not 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 per se a diary of a crackhead, but uh, let, let me run it to you. It's 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 actually see if I can find it. You know I have notes and then I have uh, note notes. Let's see. I think I put it in my other notes. But yeah, it's a, it, because I realized that I, I realized that some of my personalities, you know, from the stress of going through what I went through, that they had been out. <laughs> Wait, hold up. And so you look. It's one thing. It's one thing. You know, to struggle with mental illness. But what I realize is they come out to fight for me sometimes. You know how you, you I mean, if, if you know anybody who suffers from mental illness and you have that personality disorder thing going on, well, they uh, came out and they family. really fu- Your whole family? Like my whole family. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, yeah, serious? yeah, yeah. Everybody's on something. Uh-huh. I think you're doing. I think you're doing a mental. You know what I found out for my family, and a shout out there to the um, actually what I call them the Booker T's. What uh, what I found out from them was when I started when I started and they started listening to my show and they found out that I had mental illness. Uh, you know, my family people start. You know, my my auntie was like, well, you know, your cousin. And I was like, wow. I opened up the door for my family to 
understand and to ask me questions. So I think you doing that will be a way. I mean, just like your diary of a crack, it helps enlighten people. And even through comedy, that's what we need. If you can't do anything else, you can make everybody laugh. The bottom line yeah, is... it you know, creates a dialogue. I like that. You're creative. It, it, can you drop us a little bit about mental illness? I mean, you say you say everybody in your family. Uh, I mean, you, you're not just saying you know just how we regularly like that because you know who is normal. But no, I used to you, have I used to have a joke where I, where I say uh, uh, I come from a crazy family. All the women have been to the crazy house, and all the men have been to jail. And I used to say it as a joke, and then I started thinking about it and reflecting on my family history, and I go, you know what, this is really a serious issue. All the men have been to jail. Uh, but that was from mental disorder, too, and low self-esteem, all those, you know, things that we went through. And all the women have been to, literally, the mental institution and are, and are on different medications and stuff, Seroquel and different stuff, you know. And, uh, uh, and I remember when my mom first went to the mental institution, to Camarillo, I was a kid, and uh, some people told me, yeah, the police just came, picked your mom up, took her to the crazy house. And I thought they were joking because, you know, we used to talk about each other's mama and stuff like that growing up. And I found out she was. She went to the mental institute. So, you know, living with all that and growing up in that environment, I'm taking it now and taking using comedy to create a dialogue about that. Right. It's just like turning a negative. That's what that, I tell people about. I tell people. I tell people about CBT all the time, cognitive, cognitive behavioral therapy. Miss, Mrs. Z was the first teacher that taught me about it. And it's, it, it's basically the first one that really works is t- taking a negative and turning it directly into a positive. I mean, instantly, when, you, when it's something negative, you turn it into positive, and that's what you're doing. And then sharing, too, I mean, and it's opening people's eyes. You know, one thing about mental illness that I did learn, well, you know, I've been out here working in Long Beach for tw- almost nearly 12 years working with the homeless. And not all home, homeless are mentally ill, but they're out there. And a lot of a lot of them are vets. And uh-huh. a lot of people are ashamed. You know, I mean, for uh-huh. you to say that, come out and say it. You know, see, me, my, my kids were kind of a little, you know, my daughter, she'll say, Mom, you know, like, don't say it. It's like, look, look, look here. I can't bullshit the bullshitter. You know, I mean, right, I'm not right. here. I'm not doing this damn game. I'm not doing this radio show to be a fake. You know, right. I mean, I do what I do. Look, I'm a sinner all day long, you know what I mean? But, hey, as long as God is happy with me, that's all that matters. So when I say, when I talk about mental illness, it, it's, it's a stigma. There's a stigma on mental illness. Now, check this. You know, Glenn Close, the actress Glenn, Glenn Close, her sister has mental illness, and she started an organization about maybe about three, four years ago called Bring Change to Mind. It's Bring Change, the, letter, the, the number two, to mind. And she started it because... She found that there's a stigma. A lot of people don't want to admit it. You don't want to tell your family, especially vets when they come. You know, you can't you can't have went and fought this country and then come back and say, you know, I'm crazy. You know, I mean, it, it's you know, for one, you think it, it's especially men, and my heart goes out to men because you guys are a little bit more, you know, not so willing to to tell your, you know, tell it, you know, and speak on things, you know, because it's you know, it's 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 kind of like a. It's, it's, people start looking at you weird, you know, and, and you saying it, it's like, hey, my my family's like, yeah, I'm finding out everybody who's crazy. I, if I didn't know it then, I know it now. So, and yeah. my problem, too. I realized it, too, about me, too. You know, my mother used to take a depressive, uh, depression medicine back in the day, and I, now when I think about it, you know, and then we went to therapy for a minute, and the therapist told uh, my mom, you know, told me that they couldn't, they couldn't help. She was like, they, I don't need to see you anymore. And I said, well, why? I was 11. 
I said, well, why? Because we can't, we can't change your mother. <laughs> I never told my mother that, but that was the last time I saw that doctor. She said, we can't change your mother. Your mother's never going to change. Wow. So what was that saying? She was the problem, and I wasn't the problem? Wow. So, and here's here's the other thing, Gina, I found out that I didn't know. Because my family was deep and steeped into drug addiction, uh, I didn't even know that drugs exasperate mental illness. I found that out, too. Illegal drugs, you know, crack, cocaine, heroin, and alcohol, and all that stuff exasperates mental illness. It makes it worse. And so in some cases, it, it, when, it, when it's used as a mood mind-altering substance to help modify the behavior in a good way, in a clinical sense, that's good. But when it's just some straight-up drug abuse, it exasperates mental illness and makes it worse. So people go crazier when they're on drugs, uh, uh, illegal drugs, yeah. not even knowing it. So that, that needs to get out there. So all that will be in the, in the play as well in the one-man show. Yes, you know, I'm going to send you this show. This show is going to be uh, really uh, really nice for a lot of people and you know a lot of people love you and a lot of people support you and and I'm just one I'm so blessed to have just have your mom in my life today I, I it just I'm so thankful I'm you know like I tell people I'm just overly thankful <laughs> this means tears in my eye you know I'm, I'm here I'm do I'm doing a lot of things that I always wanted to do I, I always you know I wanted to get one of those one of my instructors from Long Beach for a long time and she called me. So I said, you know, God wow. puts things in place. She called me, and she had her own show on Blog Talk, you know, and I'm like, wow. She called me, and she was like, and I was like, let's do this. You know, there's a few others, you know, that they can bring some shit, some light. She's a hypnotherapist, too. Get that. You ever been hypnotized? Or have you ever hypnotized somebody? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so well, I'm sure it works. She's a hypnotherapist. So, I mean, she's all into stress management. And that was good about what you said. You know, you kind of you kind of got your own little flavor with the keeping yourself physically fit by just having a good time and you know keeping it keeping it going. And you, even though you were sick the other night, you didn't look it. You didn't look it, and never thank did you, you stop. So that's amazing too. You know, thank you very much. And is there any? I mean, how how long I got you? Have we talked too much? <laughs> well, no, no, no. I'm, cool. I'm just I'm I'm talking to you, and I'm on the computer. I'm in the bed. I'm looking at TV. I'm multitasking. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking like stuff you, up. You're like me. What did you think about Bill? <laughs> did you hear that? What do you think about Bill? Which which one was Bill? The guy that came to the show? No, no, Bill. The song I played. Did you get to hear that? Oh, that that was kind of sad, wasn't it? <laughs> no, no, no. You ever heard that lady before? Her name is Peggy. Peggy Ann. Peggy Ann. Oh, she an old school. You never heard her before? I know her first well, name. Well, it, it wasn't nothing that was going to make me get up and dance. I'll tell you what. Oh, no, this, but it's funny. Charlie, yeah. Uncle Charlie uh, uh, made me want to get up and dance. Charlie. Oh, Wilson. you know what? Well, since you said that, I'm going to go ahead and um, bump that. You want to hear some Charlie? Because, uh, you know, we can get you in the groove since you're multitasking. I'm multitasking. I'll go grab me something to drink and be right back on it. We can play some Uncle Charlie. You want to get up and this move? This is what I'm going to do. <laughs> this is what I want to do. I'm going to sign off so I can lay back down. Uh, but at the same time, I want to uh, put a bug in your ear and to all the listeners okay. out there. Uh, first, okay. let me ask you this question. How often will you guys be doing Epic at Long Beach? How often is that? Is that every Saturday? 
Well, actually, she's going to be doing it, I do believe, every Saturday. Yeah, this is my first time doing it. She's starting okay. this 11 o'clock hour of power. So I'll get all hour the information power. and I'll shoot it to you. You know, I'll make sure you're caught up on everything. You know, got to, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Stevie. I got somebody out there, and I, mm, oh, my goodness, I didn't see this first. Let's say hello. If I think you, I know it is. He's he is a uh, he's a gym and he's a good friend. Let's say hello. Let's say hi. Hello, 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 hello. Who's I've been out hanging, there? I've been hanging so long, sister. I was coughing. I'm sorry, I didn't even see you. Oh man, I didn't see you. You got the new brother uh, in her life now, and I'm just in the doghouse. <laughs> oh, no. oh no, stop it, Stevie. Guess guess who this is? This is my good friend Jay. He's out of uh, actually New York. He is a great, great dad. Say hi, Jay. Say hi to Stevie Mac. Hey, Stevie. How are you? Well, hello, Jay. I'm fantastic. Good, man. Good. I wrote some notes, Gina, um, up as you were talking, so whenever you have the opportunity, uh, we can kick it. Okay. Okay. Well, you said you're going to drop a bug in my He was about to drop a bug. I'm sorry I had you out there, Jay, well, that, so long, but look, I didn't see you. But it that was, was the uh, bug. I just wanted to see if you was gonna be doing the the, the thing every Saturday. We'll get okay. me down here on a Saturday, and uh, definitely oh. want to come down and meet Mrs. Z, and we're gonna put this thing together. So I'll, I'll bring the package for for my one man showdown here next Saturday. So I'll, I'll, uh, we're approaching Christmas, and a lot of things are happening too. Getting ready for my New Year's Eve gumbo party, you know, all that's happening. Uh, Jay, okay. uh, hang in there, brother. Do the damn thing. I'm getting ready to get out of here, and I just okay. want to remind everybody to visit steviemack.com, S-T-E-V-I-E-M-A-C-K, dot com. Dot com. I love you, Stevie. I love you so much. You. Thank you for hanging Thanks. out. Give me a drop, me a call. Let me know. 21st, I will be there. I will be there. Okay. You know, you can't, you couldn't stop me from being there. I'll be there. Much love And I'll continue and listening to the show online. Okay, thank you. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and bump that must have heard for you, too. I'm going to get you bumping, so go ahead and give me online, and then touch me, let me know you're online, and then I'm going to play that song for you. I'm going to say hi to Jay. Thank you. You have a great evening. Love you. Hey, Gina. Hey there, Jay. What's going on? I hope I didn't take Stevie off. Stevie, where? Oh, man. Oh, he was going in here. Okay. Yeah, you know, he's a busy man. East Coast, West Coast viral, viral we going on. He's a he's That's a busy man. You, oh, okay. Like I told him, I wish I, wish I were. I said when I, when I grow up, I want to be like you because he's a busy man. He's always he's in the cut. He's doing the most, you know. And and he's right. he, I mean, and he's so touchable and so reachable. And he just grace. He just I mean, if I get one more serenade, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know. <laughs> my brother, my brother, the bishop said, you know, my brother. Uh, he said, yeah. uh, he was like, oh, you melted like butter when those three young cats uh, knew, the group of new, who uh, Simon Cowell calls the next uh, Motown. They were on X yeah. Factor. Wow, they were amazing. They serenaded me, too. So I'm so blessed today, Jay. How's it going? Oh, Say hello goodness. to everybody. Oh, I hope everyone's great, but I can't top that, so I might as well leave now. Man, you had serenading, you had comedy. What's a brother going to do? I'm going to have to just beatbox. <laughs> Can you hear me? You can hear me, right? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, yeah, I okay. can hear you. Yeah, I got Miss Z yeah. here. Uh, hold that thought. I'm going to go ahead and bump this for Stevie anyway. He hasn't touched me yet, but I think for some reason he still can hear me. So I'm going to go ahead and bump that. I'll be back 2 and 2, Jay. Stay right there. I want you to talk to All some right. of the people here. You're you're also another great inspiration for me to keep this moving, you know, and as well as you were blog talk. 
as well. You're a blog talk host, former host as well. And, and you have a great show and great kids show and everything. So let me uh, go ahead and bump this and then say, see what's going on here. And I'll be back two and two. This is going to be Uncle Charlie. You know Uncle Charlie, right? Yeah. Uncle Charlie, Charlie Wilson. Yeah. You know him, right? I'm going to go ahead and bump some of that. I'm going to go ahead and bump that that uh, must have heard. They must have heard I'm in Long Beach, and I'm chilling with my good friend Jay, and that was Stevie Mac out here. Much love to everybody. I'm so happy and blessed today. Two and two, Jay. Here you go. Must have heard, all right? Two and two. Much love to you. Must have heard. It is now 59 after the hour. This is your genus group theory, your KXRW, your community connection, internet radio station. We can't say Long Beach no more, but we'll roll with Huntington Beach. My boo's matching, so say that. So here you go. Must have heard. Hey, 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 hey. 
Hello? Hi there. Gina, I think, will be back. And I'm thinking she is having a maybe a, a challenge technically. I'm sorry, my baby boy is in the background messing with the computer. Uh, I've known Gina for a while. She's a great sister, um, constantly working to empower people, help uplift people. And uh, please continue to support her. This is Jay in New York City. It's kind of snowy and chilly, but uh, my son and my children. I'd like to briefly go into Mandela in terms of his memorial and what he may have stood for. It does seem to me, in my opinion, by the way, my views do not reflect necessarily the views of blog talk or Gina Tay, um, that the Mandela that went into jail didn't seem to be uh, in mind the same one that came out. The one that went in, I think, may have been a bit more um, aggressively pursuing justice as opposed to truth and reconciliation. Uh, just my opinion. But of course, Winnie Mandela seemed to have stood strong and made things happen. Go Winnie. Oh, yeah. Those of you listening in, if you want to call in, and I'm sure Gina will be back shortly, or if you want to go into the chat and um, when she opens that up, talk more. Great. Now, 2014 coming up, my friends. 2014. How will your new year be? Health-wise, financially, family-wise, maybe you have some things to work out with your husband, wife, or girlfriend, boyfriend. Maybe you're single, got to do those push-ups to find the right lady. What are you going to do? Um, I've got some interesting New Year's resolutions. And speaking of New Year, is it really a New Year? They tell us it's 2013 right now, but... According to the Egyptian calendar, it's much older than that. So lots of what we encounter in the system is uh, part of, I guess, fitting into their paradigm, you know, interesting thing. Now, what about health, mental health? I know in my family and in many of my uh, families closely related to my wife. There are definitely some uh, mental health challenges. But in the brown, black, African-American, Caribbean, Afro-Cuban community, it's kind of a taboo subject. You know, we don't tend to see psychologists, psychiatrists, et cetera, et cetera, when I think we're the ones that need probably the most help based on how the system interacts with us. So I'd encourage any of you that have some uh, mental issues. And I wouldn't call it craziness because I think craziness is kind of a blanket term that may cover some of the more um, extreme forms of psychosis, et cetera. I just say mental health challenges. You know, some people have various forms of heart disease, not one. And some people have... Uh, or an individual may have a, a mental health challenge. Ain't no shame in it. None at all. I've got no music to play, and I won't uh, 
mess your eardrums up by trying to sing. Okay, I'll give you just 10 seconds, okay? It's a new year coming up. Let's celebrate. Do a little Michael Jackson. Are we ready? Now, please, no record deals. No. Hold the paperwork. Ready? <laughs> She's out of my life. Oh, yeah, man. She's out of my Does that remind you kind of like Eddie Murphy singing on the mic? Who ever told Eddie to sing? His friends need to be beat down. I mean, come on. Stick to comedy, Eddie. Leave the singing to Jay. He's got this on lockdown. I'm hoping you hear the Sesame Street in the background. They're not paying any of the advertising bills, but my son enjoys it. So, got it going on. Any thoughts about professional athletics, especially sports teams? By the way, Gina, whenever you're back, just chime in, cut me out, and do what you got to do, sister. I've lost lots of interest in the uh, professional sports teams. You've got players from all over the world, but they're playing for the Knicks, the Nets, the Jets, the Lets, the Pets. What I like is hey, hey, boxing or tennis. There's Gina. Hey, thank you. Gina. Thank you very much oh, for back. calling that. Oh, my goodness, you knew, girl. You I thought I was, I was talking to myself. I, I was out there the whole time with you. You know, I'm on, I'm on uh, Ross's phone. I got dropped. For some reason, it keeps kicking Skype, keeps kicking the Wi-Fi off. Thank you, Jay. I'm sitting here with oh, see, They're kind of eating right now. <laughs> but, you know, you did yeah. it, so thank you for holding it down. You knew I was I was trying to get back to you, though. So just to yeah, be aware of that. You know, you were, you were sipping on some champagne early and forgot us. You gone again? Yes. Are you there? No, I'm right Are here. I'm right here. I'm sitting okay. here. Okay, okay. So we're good. So she's back, she's... ladies and gentlemen. Here she is. One and only. Gina, Gina's group here. I want you to meet my 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 instructor from the city. I want you to say hi. She's gonna have some some words to you and hello to you. I told her about you, so say hello. Hello from hello. Peter Chip. Hi there. Peter How are Chips you? and I'm sorry, I didn't get yeah, you. Yeah, you I'm gonna move on another woman. Sorry, Peter my son Peter is having a, a church revival right now. He's a uh, I'm sorry, what was your name, sister? I'm Pelly. How are you? Hey, I'm okay. There's a all bit right. of, of static on your line. Your signal's coming in and out, just letting you all know. I think it may be oh. like that on the radio, too. So you're in the same location as Gina right now? or you? That's right. I'm sitting right next to her. I can feel her warmth. Oh, well, that's awesome. She's very warm. Not yeah, just yeah, we use her for a warming pad, even in New York. Whenever it gets <laughs> cold and my landlord doesn't provide heat, they FedEx her over to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could see where that would work, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's radiating across the, across the country here from Blog Talk Radio, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> the, world, the world is one oyster. Yeah. <laughs> Rack it up. So what? Yes. What are you? There, that's my baby boy. He he wants to be on radio. He's trying to steal the limelight. You know how they go. Uh, hey, sir, yeah. What do you want to say? Anything? What? What do I want? I to can say? translate oh, that. Baby. That meant Happy New Year. That's baby talk. Jay, one thing about Jay yes. is he believes in the natural way of healing. So I know maybe you have been throwing that out there. You believe in the natural way of healing, herbs and things like that. And Ms. Zampelli, she's all about you know, health and getting it together mentally, you know, physically. 
You know, maybe that's yeah. why I wanted you to kind of talk together. You know, because I. Oh, I, awesome, I mean, awesome. Yeah. I'm yeah. a hypnotherapist. Go on, sister. You think what? No, I was going to say something, but you wanted to go. Say, say what you were going to say. I'm sorry. Oh, I am a hypnotherapist, and I work with people. They're subconscious, you know. Uh, sometimes people are really great, really talented, really fabulous. They always are, but then certain little blocks get in your way, fear, phobias, you know, different little hang-ups, roadblocks, and uh, mm-hmm. I try to overcome those so they can just see more clearly how great they are. Would you say much of that is the subconscious mind at work and hypnotherapy helps to remove those blocks? I do, I do. Sometimes people, when they grow up, they forget about certain things. They they bury some things so deep down that they forget how much it affected them. And sometimes to bring that out into the light or to just see things from a different perspective, it can really change everything. Awesome. I've heard of it. I've never been hypnotized, but it definitely sounds like something interesting. As long as you don't have me breaking into a McDonald's, taking all the Big Macs, we can do this. <laughs> yeah. Say, Jay, I want 10 Big Macs. When you wake up, you won't remember a thing. (laughs) Both of you guys have a a way of getting rid of stress. You you have your way, and share share with the audience and as well as Jay, you know, what what you're all about. I mean, you've you've written two books. From Sabotage to Success, which that was one course required book, and I, I got it. And then as far as self-esteem, I mean, I still have, I still, Jay, get this, I still have all of her handouts. <laughs> yeah, I kept everything. I'm talking about the, uh, the stress graph, I mean, because I want to bring it to women. Self-esteem, you know, trying to get women to be more, because everything about you is, oh, I mean, everything about you is basically getting better and, and you know, CBT, yeah. you're my first, you were my first uh, CBT. When when you taught it to me, I took it to heart. I mean, to the tablet, I haven't forgotten. I mean, domestic violence, she was my domestic, my, two, my 260. She was my, you know, my four, my uh, 41A, you know, so let the people know. Pretty much. Well, I, I realized that people have past sometimes, right? And sometimes they're really bad. And sometimes they're so bad that people think there's no hope. And what I believe is that there is always hope. And I try to just help them start wherever they are right now and to just try a little something, you know? Just try a, try to crack out a little bit, just a little bit. Teach some tools. Teach people where they're at. You know, uh, I did a lot of training, did a lot of education, and I learned a lot of things. But sometimes I didn't really learn how to meet people where they were at. And I didn't learn that from my supervisors for sure. So I tried to be that, you know, just be a, so maybe a ray of hope for some people to some degree, you know, where other people have given up on you, get, given up on them, or maybe the person themselves has given up, to just say, hey, you know what, there's a little something you can do. I know it, showing people their strengths and drawing it out of them and then teaching them how they can keep doing it for themselves, you know. You don't have to rely on me to do it. That's what Gina's doing, right, Gina? Yes, yes. That's what I try. I try my best to do. She's making me tear up. You should have heard all the things she was just telling over the It's just so, you know, I mean, when people give me, you know, I I don't want to be a star. I don't want to be anybody famous. I just want to be effective. 
And that's that's why I'm here. I mean, I don't, you, Jay, you know, you know, I, I tell people all the time, they say, well, why don't you have, you know, uh, people that pay money? And it's like, you know what, I, I can't, I can't seem to fit community into money. And to me, it's like community is something, the word itself says that join together to work together. And so that's what I do. I, I can't, uh, can't ever phantom. And I don't think I would be this, this, uh, this well at it if, if, if I wasn't doing it the right way. I mean, I learned a lot from him. I learned from Jay. When I first started doing this show, he called in and we became friends. He had a Block Talk radio show, too. You know, you want me to know? He had a Block Talk radio show, too, for kids because he's about getting getting them early. You know, I was speaking yeah, I was speaking with uh, someone uh, actually last night, um, Timothy. His name is Timothy. He's one of my Facebook friends. And um, I was speaking to him, and he was, like, saying he realized that now, he, and he's a vet, 20 years, he's going to come in and do a show and really open up my eyes about what people do, veterans should do. He, Like he said, it shouldn't be any homeless vet. It shouldn't be anyone homeless uh, that's a vet. It shouldn't be because there's too many programs out there. But he mentioned, he said, he figured that with kids, he said, how you stop with the drugs and all the extra is you start educating them early. So, you know, he went, he retired, retired from the Army 20 years, and he's going to school. He gets paid to go to school. You can, you know, I don't even think I don't even think there's any vets out there that know that they can retire as long as they can retire early. As long as they've had, I do believe it's 20 years. I don't want to quote. I don't want to say anything wrong because you know I hate bringing up bad information. But you can retire, and he's no my age. You can retire, get your ink, go go to school. I mean, you know, Long Beach City they they have a veteran uh, affairs, and I tell them I never see anybody in there, and it's like you know something is not connecting, you know. And when it comes to our kids, you know, you got you got all these children. I met a teacher the other night at a Gardena. He's a, a middle school teacher. And uh, he asked me to help him to come in, speak to the children. He's in Gardena. Speak to the kids because he's had a lot. Ten years. He's been teaching. Most of the children in the area are foster children. So they're coming from foster homes, and he's having a hard time. He said he, talk, he spoke to one of the kids, one of his parents male parent, and um, he spoke to him, and he told him that, you know, he, all he said he said was, he said this guy's kind of buff, and, and, you know, he had seen a picture of the guy, so he said he had talked to him on the phone and, and told him he wanted to get with him so they could help his kid, and the guy told him, you know, if I knew where you were, I would beat you, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. you could tell he was so, like, I'm, I'm karaoke singing, so when I, you know, Rasta, he's kind of like a public relation. So he had met him, brought him over. And so it's like, you know, you could tell, and he's, you know, he's Caucasian. And he's like, he's having a hard time because he's getting judged pre, you know, here's all these foster children. Here, you know, parents want to whoop on them. You know, I mean, I, my hat's off to you. See, Jay is a homeschooler. He homeschools his four children, okay? And they are smart. They are the smartest babies. Tell, tell Mrs. Z how you, he homeschooled him. Him and his wife, they do it. They do it. Jay, go ahead. Tell her how you how you do it because it's, it's amazing to me that they're able to do that. Can you go ahead and get that shout Thank out? Thank you. Yeah, thanks for you know recognizing. We're trying to do what many parents I think should do, and that is if the schools in your community are not working. Um, I know it's hard, but make the sacrifice because the children are in the four one k plan. So, yeah, we homeschool, and I write the curriculums and lesson plans, and we incorporate lots of other ethnic groups, their cultures, their history into our lessons because there are many educated people who 
don't know about Native Indian culture or African American culture or Kemet or Alkibulin, etc. Um, so what's the sense of you know being educated if you're not really going to be unbiased? Um, it? Uh, my son won a chess tournament a few weeks ago. My daughter came third. My eight-year-old is close behind, and and we're you know trying to create a, some young people that could be really positive role models for other young people. So that's what we're doing, Gina. Yes, and, and, and you do it, it seems like, with ease, but you have four children. Um, tell everybody how old your kids are. Yeah, they're 15, 12, 8, and this baby right here, tearing up a storm, is two and a half. Uh, they started clapping. Say again, the baby, how old is the baby now? Two and a half. Yes. Cute baby, and and you guys are doing it. It's amazing. Uh, I mean, he in the beginning when I first started doing the show, he would call in, Jay would call in, and he'd help me. And at the time, he had his show, which was uh, go ahead throw it out there, make mega amazing for children. Yeah, mega amazing was the um, name, the brand for all the shows. But we had a show called Black Emergency, and I'm still going to do some in the future. We also had a show for young people called Smart Kids College, and um, I had to take a break from it to finish some music and homeschooling and martial arts stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to get back on it, but I know you're doing your thing. So I know the listening audience is in good hands, sister girl. All right. yeah, thank you very much. You're so, you're so sweet. Um, I want you, Missy, she's going to step on you. She's just chilling. I'm over here eating. I'm over here eating. Mm-hmm. I think um, some of the guests are going to be coming over and speaking, actually. Um, yeah. Oh, they'll be calling in shortly. They're sitting here. I oh, mean, there's people right. in here, okay? So I want you to speak oh, to them. Thank you for, let me tell you this. I appreciate you so much, and I miss you so much. I know we don't talk well, about it. Thank you, same here. Yeah, we're anything, all doing our thing. Is there anything that, um, you know, that you, you like to, you know, I mean, everything. You, you know what? I can never, never play a show that has you on it. People always are like, wow. You know, you you amaze, you intrigue the mind. You, you, it's, it's like you jumpstart the brain just by the words that come out of your mouth. And I thank you so much for uh, being oh, my man. friend as well. You, you didn't tell them I paid you to say that, right? No, I didn't tell anybody. <laughs> You're always too nice to me, you know. When I'm feeling down, I know it come up. No, I appreciate that. But um, there are a lot, a lot of people out here um, like you and I trying to make a, a better world for other people. Um, but you made a comment, and I want to follow up on that. You said that you do what you do for the community and that finances don't have to be involved for you. And I think that the Red Cross and many other organizations, right, that are generating hundreds of billions of dollars from our community feel the opposite way. I don't think that's – like I've done it for a long time, you know, paying all the bills to help the community. But there are times when you, Gina, you can – try and, you know, have the community sometimes help you because you're not independently, you know, with the half billion dollars hanging in a bank account. It may be taboo, just like it's taboo to talk about mental health in the black community. Often uh, black and Latino folks and maybe Native Indians may feel that the people helping the community breathe, we eat air, right, and we live. We have no bills at all. And, And I think Maybe, you know, remember, I've been telling you that for a while. So, you know, sometimes it's okay if you try and have a fundraiser. 
But you're not going to listen to the brother, so I won't even go on with that. Am I right, Gina? Yes, you are right. I, I'm standing here, actually, I'm sorry. I'm standing here with one of my one of my classmates. She attends Long Beach City as well. And she's for you know, I mean, she she's uh, inspirational and she can give you the lowdown too on what services are available. You know, because I didn't even know their their book grants and I mean, she's the one that told me all of that. She's a sweet lady. She's a human service major as well, Jay. This is my friend Jay. He's in New York. He's a good friend. He, actually, he's out here. He homeschools. He homeschools his kids. All four children. And so I want you to say hi. Say hi to Jay. He's in New York. Jay, how are you? My name is Sharon. Hi, I'm good. What's your name? Sharon. Hi, Sharon. And so you yeah, have, I'm, I'm, you're a student, and then I think one of the teachers is there also, right? Can you all hear me okay? I think your signal is dead again. Not think. I know it is. I don't hear any responses. So either the Republican National Convention hijacked all of you or your phone died. So I will go into my Caribbean accent and show enough respect to all my Caribbean masses, Trinidad, Barbados, Bahamas, Haiti, Dominican Republic, Nevis, Guadeloupe even, Martinique, everybody out there, Barbados and Turks and Caicos. And Gina and her team will be back. I know they're working on their technical issues right now. They got their electronic tools out, breaking open their phone, trying to fix the capacitors and resistors. And I'm here to fill the air with something hopefully motivational or humorous to keep you rocking and rolling. Yeah. 2014, I started last time uh, when we had a break in transmission from Gina saying what I was going to try and do. I wondered what you all were going to try and do. And whatever you do, make sure you do it right. You know what I mean? Because uh, it's not going to get easier in 2014. The economy is going to be tougher than a piece of steak that isn't cooked properly. Pulling out teeth to make cash next year. So have your plans together. Save your cash. Invest wisely. Investment of all your resources, whether it's cash, time, or whatever other resource you have, because things are going to be crazy. Crazy. Remember that song. Um, now, regarding children, I'm here with my little baby boy. He's trying to grab the phone and get a healthy dose of radiation. Children are the future, y'all. If you can, check out Teach Your Children by Giga Groove in YouTube. Just type in Teach Your Children. Type in Giga, G-I-G-A, G-R-O-O-V-E, and listen to the message. Uh, we put something out there to kind of encourage people to communicate with their children in a different way because very often in certain communities, communication comes at the end of a belt or you know, a drop kick, and typically that isn't the way to get the point across to children. They're going to internalize that stuff and possibly end up with just a wee bit of resentment. So I find better ways to communicate with our kids. I want to summarize Mandela's situation. I think that he was an interesting guy, but also, in my humble opinion, he may not have taken the best approach. I think he 
took the political image but left the economic image in the same hands as the folks that had it originally during apartheid. And uh, Martin Luther King may have made a similar miscalculation because remember what happened uh, during his time after the sit-ins, most of the minority-owned businesses ended up closing down because everybody went to the Woolworths and the other big stores. Really need to start thinking beyond the some of the older ways of handling the political establishment and try and bring some new blood in and some new ideas and get the people free as my baby boy breaks up everything in vicinity. Gina will be back shortly. In fact, I heard a little click just now, so it was either her or was the man trying to tap into our line. I don't know. You never know. And for any Bob Marley fans out there, you're about to get a 10-second flavor of Jay in New York with the Bob Marley for 2012. And guess what? I'm sober and everything. Seriously, I just do this normal. They must be thinking, us. Oh, What's he been drinking? Nah, just like this. Now. Okay, are we ready? Come on. Don't worry. About a thing. Oh, man. Can't you just hear Bob in my voice? Every little thing. Oh, okay. Enough. No, no autographs right now, people. Thank you. Thank you. Voice of gold, man. Voice of gold. A mix of a dog and a wild monkey and a third Hyena. Mm-mm-mm. What's wrong with my voice? But I can rap, though, but I won't do that now. So you're listening to Gina's Group Theory. Her friend from New York City is on the air, Jay Hotep Kenyatta. Make sure you support Gina and her ventures. Good people, good people. Can we talk about technology very briefly? Well, of course you can, brother, because you're on alone. Well, thank you so much. Um, we teach our kids computer programming, and they've just started. <clears throat> We're also going to do a bit more about uh, computer repair, how to open the computer, put in hard drives, etc. So if you have young people in your life, whether they're your children or stepchildren or whatever the case is, definitely try to invest some time getting them deeper into technology. Because from the comfort of their home, their bedroom, or even if they don't have a steady place to stay, if they've got a small net pad, etc., they can come up with website ideas, computer programs. They can upload poetry, try and get it sold online. They can do research, and they can even get a blog talk radio show. So technology is really one of the keys that people can use to open doors that would typically be locked by two or three locks, technology. And there's a really cool website, Khan University. I'm sorry, he calls it Khan Academy. Free, provide great stuff. And you can build your intellectual technological base from that. Um, I'm going to plug in my power supply right now because I just heard a beep warning. My battery's dying. Hold on. Now, was that fast? That was faster than NASCAR. I mean, one, two, three. Got a new career coming up. I want to touch briefly on a subject that isn't talked about much. Um, 
the use of martial arts. Now, I do martial arts. I teach it to my children, and it is a sensational, monumental way of releasing uh, negative energy, um, camaraderie, getting in shape, uh, having some confidence, both for you and any other young persons or mates that you're with. But if you're not into martial arts, if I could do a, make a suggestion, get into it. What are you waiting for? Come on. I'm in the ring ready for you. So whether it's capoeira, judo, jiu-jitsu, goju-ru, Harlem goju, street fighting, or MMA, which is a mix of several, jet can do, just do it. I'm telling you, you won't be sorry. What I find is that on those tough days or weeks when really a lot of stuff is building up, hitting a karate class or kung fu class or just working out with my kids doing some katas or, you know, uh, play fighting, it's sensational. It's such a release. It releases endorphins and it releases stresses when your baby's always screaming around you, trying to drag you around. It really, like he is right now. He's doing a karate move on me right now, by the way. I might have to just represent. Hold on. Okay, come here, boy. Come here. Uh, he is not really articulating words yet. And just why you hear him making these noises but not saying words. At his age, he should be saying more words. Um, so he's had a few evaluations, and we're keeping an eye on it. So to those of you out there dealing with young people, you know, start checking into things that don't seem totally to be developing on time. Sometimes it's the feet of a child. One foot might be not aligned properly. A leg may be shorter. You also have to keep an eye on the, the teeth, the development or lack thereof, because there are some people who all the teeth don't start to come out because they're not there. And you have to keep an eye on that. You have to keep an eye on jaw alignment. Um, some children, whether the top teeth are poking out more, I'm sorry, jaw or bottom jaw, got to keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on their skin. Check their back, their feet. You know, see if there are any odd scratches or odd developments on the outer layer of the skin. Got to look in the eyes. I mean, you have to be the child's number one advocate. I mean, I'm not talking about the lawyer, the doctor, the school, you. Look out for their intellectual, their financial, physical needs, and you make it happen. Now, come here, sir. Come here. Come on. Come. Yes, I know. I know. By the way, he has this funny thing he does. Uh, if ever you hear him say, that means he's pissed off at you. He wants me to allow him to break up something right now, and I'm not letting him do it. Come here, boy. Listen to me. Listen to your father. Listen to me, young grasshopper. You are not going to break up that computer over there, okay? Now, when you get a nine to five and you're cutting a nice little check, daddy's going to let you break up whatever you want. Until then, chill. All right, come in. Come. I think he understands me. He thought nine to five. Hell no, I'm staying home till I'm 49, mister. Okay? I'm not sure if Gina is going to be back in time. I, I, it does seem as though she has about, if I'm not mistaken, uh, 30 minutes or so, actually only 20 minutes left on the show. Um, but if you don't mind, I'll keep things going until then. I think what was great about her guests today, the ones that come from the school, is the fact that 
you're able to be in a school where some of the people respect you that much that they'd come on a show with you and vice versa. You know, you have friends that, you know, you believe in that much, you bring on the show. I, th- I had a great feeling when I heard them talking. Um, in my own life, it's rare that I find, um, I think, such camaraderie. I'm going to just lay it out for real. You know, the schools I went to, I one of my professors at a place called the Center for Media Arts. I'm going to just keep it real, y'all. Um, this was years ago, and she saw some of my poetry, and she said, hey, man, you should be a writer. This stuff is great, right? So guess what I did? I went into writing. And years later, this same lady was working with my wife, right? So I'm thinking I'm going to call her up and say, hey, it's me, and I've done this, and I've produced this, and and she was so mean to me. I mean, it just, for at least up until today, it crushed my heart, you know. So to see, not really crushed it. No, I'm just joking. But it really hurt a bit. But to see Gina with friends from school, girl, you got it going on. Brother man is jealous of you. How do you do it? How do you do it, Gina? Unbelievable. That, that's a great thing, you all. And uh, Gina is a great sister. And I'm still trying to get her to understand that. You do a lot for the community, but it's okay to, you know, have the community kind of do some kind of a, a fundraising, but Gina's not going to do it, y'all. That's Gina. She's not going to do it. Not going to do it. Now, Gina has two children, awesome kids, a daughter, a son. The son has a great sense of humor, by the way. Um, just love to see that, man, a single mother and, and her children you know, trying to accomplish whatever is in their mind's eye, their dreams, just great stuff. Oh, by the way, he's putting a little elastic band in his mouth. Come here, boy. Come to daddy. Come here. Give me that. Give me that. No. No, this is like a soap opera now, girl. <laughs> hey, give me that. No, you don't eat that. Where is it? Good. Don't eat that. No elastic band. No, it's not food, okay? No, it's not food. Yeah, he's got a little uh, vampire blood in him. 1% Neanderthal and 10% vampire. So like I was saying, Gina has great children, great friends, great sister, and can't wait till her and some of our people hit my coast. You know, we can do this East Coast, West Coast thing, you know. New York's the home of hip-hop. What's up? But y'all can still hang over here. So I live in New York City in... Uh, right near the Apollo Theater, and a few days ago I got to uh, judge a double Dutch event. It was sensational, both the double Dutch and the opportunity to work with um, some professional colleagues. Talent came in from Japan and France, other parts of the world. But uh, a major thing that I, I noticed was that even though some of the Hispanic and black talent came up with extremely innovative double Dutch moves, very often, the moves weren't quite perfected. So I have the impression from doing some research that this is a consistent theme. Meanwhile, the Japanese came in, and they meticulously must have studied their double dutch because they nailed it, and they won first, second, and third. There were a total of about oh, maybe 25 uh, Japanese folks on stage. Now, think about that now. In the middle of Harlem, home of hip-hop, 
well, Bronx is the home of hip-hop, but it's near enough, you know, double Dutch. And a group comes and flies in and beats us. But in all the seats, there's actually a lesson. And I, I spoke to a few of the performers, and I think the lesson is, listen, you know, you've got to put in work. You can't expect to be the best at anything without being the best at investing your time wisely. Um, I'm not suggesting that Japanese should not win double Dutch all the time. What I'm saying is that if the other groups were to actually step it up, it just wouldn't happen. You know, but the Japanese were sensational, and I had no choice but to say, hey, you guys are the best. Keep rocking and make the other people step up, meaning sometimes in life, if you want to be the best, you got to step in with the best. When I'm doing martial arts sometimes, I don't mind working with people that aren't that skilled, but I love it if I have to spar with a grandmaster or somebody that's defeated me before. And what I try to do, you all could think of applying some of these tactics, tactics in your life lives, is to take the negative experience of the last defeat, whether it's in chess or martial arts or a business deal or just trying to get a date with somebody and they won't hook you up, and learn from it. You know, artificial intelligence in a way. So, okay, going this way didn't work. Is it because it's the wrong time? Maybe it's the right direction but the wrong time. Or is it because it's the wrong person or place or thing? Or maybe all these things are right, but what happened was the wrong communication. Maybe you communicated your point either too strong in some cases. Or on the flip side, maybe you weren't strong enough in the situation. Thing in life, to me, I think is an opportunity to evaluate, contemplate, learn. You know, if if there's a need for tears, shed a few tears, and then get the hell on get moseying on down, get right back on that horse and keep on riding until you have success. Believe that. Believe that. Jay Hotep Kenyatta right here on Gina's Groove Theory. Gina is on a brief hiatus working out a few things, and I will continue to try to keep you motivated, entertained, enlightened, and elevated until the queen of the air return. And by the way, she is the queen of the air, Gina. That's right. Oprah, listen here, girlfriend. I know you got it going on. Gina is the queen of the air. Somebody say amen. Y'all didn't hear me, did you? I said somebody said amen. The queen of the air. And I'm not talking about no queen like from the village, you know, and heels a guy and heels. I'm talking about the real queen, y'all. Top dogette. You got that right. One other topic I want to cover before I drop a poem on you, and that is money, fiat currency. We have a world where toilet tissue is pimped as money. What do I mean by that? Federal Reserve Bank's are, are not our, private corporations. How do private corporations that are for-profit generally get to control U.S. currency, British currency, Caribbean currency? I mean, what is going on? And even worse, there's no gold backing 
in most cases, that is, the money. See what happened at one point in history. There was gold. Of course, it was stolen from Africa and elsewhere, but that's another point. That was backing, right? So when you had a piece of paper in your hand, there was gold in some bank somewhere that some cowboys were sitting on to protect you, to protect for you. Today, your paper is worth basically, uh, how can we say this, zilch, zero, nada. So what gives money power? The reputation of the paper. Meaning if you have a nation like America or England, England has the pound, America has its U.S. dollar, a nation that has built up a very powerful military and people think Hollywood or America. And so we're willing to believe that this money has real weight, real gold or real value. And the only value is a figment of our imagination. Like many things in life, Santa Claus, etc. If you're a young child listening, I'm just joking about Santa. But if you're older than uh, two years old, <laughs> you know the deal. You know the drill. Definitely, dog. We know what you're saying. So we have to, in my humble opinion, try and create. Even my son just lost. He say humble opinion. So say that all the time, daddy. We have to create a world where currency is not the motivating factor, where we don't watch the news and just wonder about how stocks are doing, how the stock ticket is, what the NASDAQ is doing, what Wall Street is doing, what's the price of gold today, how, much, how the fungible is doing, corn, etc. No, we need a world where we're watching the news and the economic system isn't just based on items dug out the ground, but it's based on crime stats. It's based on how children are doing in school. And I would humbly suggest that probably 90% of the talk about the economy should be focused on things other than investments, 401Ks, etc. Because if we don't get away from that, what happens is the people that own the gold mines, that own the Federal Reserve, and that own them, they get to decide who eats and who doesn't who gets a raise and who doesn't, what nation's GDP is extremely low and what nation's GDP is extremely high, whose per capita income is reasonable and whose per capita income is so low that you hear the figures and you wonder how people are eating once a day, forget three or four times a day. Got to pull away from money, yo, in my humble opinion. So you're listening to Gina's Groove Theory on blog, talk, radio, with a man with a strange accent named Jay Hotep Kenyatta. And I'm hoping that you are enjoying this air until the queen comes back and that you are, if not learning something, at least hearing something that's a, maybe a bit that. different. Oh, my God. Wow, wow, And I think Jay. the queen is back. Ladies and Thank gentlemen, you. without further ado. Jay, what the heck that? You know what? Gina. There you go. You know, I'm kicking What's me up, off. Dude? What's up, baby? I've been listening to you. <laughs> it keeps kicking me out. But thank you. you holding it down. I'm sitting here like saying, like, like Russell, like, you don't make me cry because... It's like you know. He knows. You know. <laughs> stay out of us. 
Hey, man. What's up, Jay? What's up? How What's you? up? How you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. In New York How's City, we have quite a bit of snow. Yeah. How's it over there? It's How's everything there? It's beautiful. Good, good. Honey, honey, What's that? You're breaking up I say he about 80%. Can you hear me? Um, oh, yeah. In and out. It's intermittent. Is it possible for you to call in on another cell phone? What's that? You do it. You're doing a grandmaster class cutting on your Can you own voice right now. It keeps cutting in and out. So, really? you're a DJ. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like you're on the moon, and you're saying, one small step for Gina, one giant step for New York City. Um, switch phones, sister girl, switch phones. Gina, Gina. I mean, I'm trying to hold it down for you, but the crowd is getting, like, violent, shouting your name, ripping off my clothes. Trying to threaten my baby. You got to come back on the air, girl. Gina, Gina, Gina. Can you hear them? Gina. It's like that scene in, in that movie where the brother was running to school and he looked out the jail and all the students were outside. Gina. Lean on me. Sound. And in Okay, okay. My singing career ended at an early age, as you can tell. About 19 and a half decades ago. 190. Five years. So Gina is gone again, folks. She's slacking off today. She doesn't want to work. She's off the air. We know she doesn't want to work today, but it's okay, girl. We got this. We got this. So I'm going to switch gears right now, and I'm going to get into another taboo subject. No, I won't get into that one. I'll have to ask Gina's permission first to talk about that so I'll keep, I'll keep going away. Let's get on to another subject, a safer one, you know, later. Food, diet. Well, you are what you eat. Sounds corny, right? But it's so true. Um, when my diet was really jacked up, smacked up, junk food all day, I didn't have the kind of energy that I have now. Mine didn't seem to work as clearly. Um, and there are many reasons for that. The foods are full of junk. I mean, if you look at the list of additives, color preservatives alone, right, then look at a list of other additives, flavor enhancers. I mean, they have whole entire categories of food additives. And I'm not just talking one or two things that could be in the food. Each category could have a thousand different things. Obviously, not every food will have those thousand things, but I'm just saying that they pick from. So imagine if you have an allergy to any combination of those substances. Just allergy. Don't even think about the other negative implications of the food additives. Just allergy components that could negatively flare up your heart, problems, forms of cancer, etc. Got a problem. 
Now, tie that into the GMO, genetically modified foods, from companies like Monsanto and all the other companies that switched their names around to fool us. You've got the genetically modified component. So watch what you eat. Watch what you eat. You are what you eat. If you eat a lot of junk, you're going to be a piece of junk. No doubt, for real, 24-7, 365. So if you tie in what I was saying earlier about meditation, martial arts, actually I didn't mention meditation, I'll get into that. And if you tie in the right diet and thinking properly, doing your own research and meditation, powerful meditation. I did a movie once um, and... I visualized during a meditation session exactly what I wanted to happen at the movie premiere, right? And I was sitting in the movie premiere, and it was like a deja vu time 10 to the 16th power. Almost exactly what I envisioned happened in the movie premiere. You can create much of your reality. Now, I don't believe as... Um, I'm not as locked in stone on the concept because if that were the case, then many of the children starving in some of the poorer countries, they could just visualize a Big Mac and it would appear, right? So I'm not saying that we can necessarily have that type of power. But what I'm saying is that if you try meditation and positive reinforcement, in many instances, you're going to find that there are benefits whether it's you doing a movie and things happening the way you want or just something else in your life, maybe a a job interview that you're visualizing. Don't forget, sometimes it's just the process. Let me pick up my son. He wants to dance. I'll dance while we talk. Sometimes it's really the process of thinking things through that makes a difference. Right? Okay, okay. Let's talk. What's your name, buddy? Okay, your name is DNA. Okay, and how old are you? You heard him? He said a little something. We're looking forward to the time when he um, says a few more words. So we're getting there, right? And even if he doesn't, guess what? We're learning our sign language, and uh, you show a lot of love. And when he wants something, he comes and grabs our hand, right? No, G? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> you got no problem laughing. Huh? <laughs> I just want to laugh for a few years, Dad. I'll talk to you all when I turn 51, about to leave the house, right? <laughs> yeah, so like I was saying, look into meditation. You're looking to really improve uh, overall. Look into what you eat, what you, how you think, how you live, and, of course, how you treat other people. Finally, how you treat the planet. Are you polluting or are you loving Mother Earth? By the way, I'm going to plug in my power supply. I got a warning sound. So let me repeat, if you're usually calling for Gina, she's not here at the moment. This is one of her friends, Jay Hotep in uh, New York, calling in. She'll be back. And we're going to take a four-minute break for a quiet meditation. 
We're back. We have 30 seconds remaining. You've been listening to Gina's Groove Theory, 11 o'clock hour of power, power, power. Check her out again on the show. She'll have other guests here. And do remember to support Gina's project. She's a great sister. This is your friend Jay Hotep saying be strong. Have a great 2014.